Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Detached Podcast. I thought I would hit you guys with a little solo cast because the last solo cast I did actually got a lot of listenings or subscriptions or whatever you want to call it. Um, So I thought, okay, right, it's time to maybe break things up from the interviews that I normally do and actually just get inside my mind and what's been going on as well. Um, However, today... I'm going to discuss the things that people don't talk about when it comes to entrepreneurship and I feel like I'm looking left, right and centre and I'm seeing lots of new entrepreneurs out in the field, super motivated, excited to go on their journeys but they don't know what's yet going to happen ahead of the time and I've seen so many times where when expectation doesn't meet reality with these young entrepreneurs and they get so discouraged and then they just go back into their old job, their old habits that they were unhappy with before. And if I can, um, by all means, share my own story um, and share my idea of what entrepreneurship isn't and what the reality is. Maybe I might save you um, a little bit of a surprise along the way. Um, But anyway, this podcast actually um, came to mind because I was in the supermarket two days ago and there is a little supermarket not too far away from my apartment um, where if you're based in Dubai, I'm sure you know what Grandiose is. The people in there are super, super friendly. I normally go in there for my fatouche salad after work. And as I went in... um, I saw this girl and I actually met this girl in an encounter in the supermarket. Literally, it was about six months previous to this. And when I met this girl six months ago, she was absolutely gleaming with motivation. She seemed super excited. She was on this journey of building a gym clothing brand. And six months ago, I was towards the tail end of my jewellery brand that was unsuccessful. So you can imagine the mindset that I had when I, uh, when I, when I saw her. I could see she was oozing enthusiasm. And when she spoke to me about her gym brand, I was just thinking inside my head, oh, this is a competitive market, which I just entered myself because I started a jewellery brand. And as you know, jewellery isn't, it's been replicated a million times before. The competition is absolutely insane, you could say. And unless you're super, super passionate about something that's already in a competitive market, I just think, do not try it. Do not start. Unless you have something so unique that there's a gap in the market, it's you're ready to go out in the battlefield. And if you're a one-man band as well, like... The idea of you succeeding is very, very difficult. So when you're going on your journey at the very beginning, put yourself in the best position as possible. But anyway, to go back to the story, she was building this gym brand and she was full of excitement. Now, when I came into the supermarket three days ago and I saw this lady, she was not using excitement. I didn't get the same energy off her. And I just knew something wasn't right. So I... I said, oh, hi, how are you, you know? Um, And she was happy to see me, but just there was something else not right. So I said, how's the business going? She said, it's on pause. I thought, oh, no. Um, I said, why? And she said, I wish someone had told me it was going to be this hard. 
I thought, oh no. I said, listen, I wanted to, I did want to warn you, but I didn't want to discourage you. But I was going through the exact same thing. And she actually said to me in the supermarket, she just said, can you tell more people about this? Because I wouldn't have done what I've done. But she said it was an incredible experience. And she said she doesn't regret the experience of understanding what it takes to build a business. So to go full circle on this, I just thought, oh, wow, I need to talk about this because uh, I feel like I was naive at the very beginning of my um, of any of my careers that I tried to develop, which have failed. Um, as I like to say, failed entrepreneur, but um, failure is feedback. And I think it's always really, really important to um, encourage failure as well and to encourage mistakes because you learn, you course correct and you keep going. But if you make mistakes and you keep making the same mistakes, I think it's as Albert Einstein says, he says, um, creating the, the same or same mistakes again, I think is a or what does he say? <laughs> I shouldn't be quoting Albert Einstein when I don't even know what a saying is. But um, he said, uh, repeating the same kind of way is basically insanity if you're not getting the result that you want. Um, so basically, if you're running towards the door and the door is not open, like, you know, open the fucking door, basically. <laughs> um, excuse my language. But this is the reality of when you have any sort of failures or mistakes it's like how do we course correct and that's how you're finally going to get to the gateway that you need to be in order to progress or to build the the company the the career path that you're going in um so sometimes these failures and and mistakes that we make are there for us to course correct and go in a different direction but it's up to us and to take ownership and responsibility to reevaluate and understand that we're making mistakes as well in order to change the direction that we're going in now sometimes we can change the direction too too soon um until you identify a pattern um and understand that the pattern that you are repeating to do isn't working for the outcome that you want then that's when you course correct because often I I used to see this with clients where they would go and they'd follow a diet plan and they would course correct too soon because they just feel like oh this diet isn't working but they weren't giving themselves long enough time to really measure what was going on so it's the same when it comes to business as well sometimes we need a bit more time to be able to measure are we going in the right direction or not? And it's up to us how much time we were willing to spend on that as well. And the one thing that people don't tell us about entrepreneurship is that you don't get rich right away. Um, with products that you sell essentially as well, you don't get rich right away. It depends whether if it's a service-based product that you're selling, yes, you can. You can get rich right away in terms of selling high tickets. Um, however, if you're selling a product, it takes time. It takes time to build an audience. It, it takes time to build a brand. So the reality of getting rich right away or getting rich really quick um, is the reality that you probably perceive on social media and 
also on YouTube. I don't know if you have ever fallen down the rabbit hole of literally looking up how to get rich in 30 days. You'll see multiple videos on social media about this. And I think sometimes this can be a bit of a trigger warning for a lot of us. And maybe I'm sounding very, very negative, but I'm a very, very positive person. But I just want to tell you that the reality is that if you want to make money quickly, it's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable business model nine times out of 10. If you want sustainability in terms of having a kind of level of passive income where you are having something that's consistent, it takes time to build the the foundations of your business in order to have that passive stream of income as well as maybe the higher tickets the higher products that you're selling essentially and then it comes with a little bit less volatility however there will always be volatility in every entrepreneurial journey that you go on and that's okay and this is one thing that people don't tell entrepreneurs is that as an entrepreneur your income is a direct correlation to the input of your daily habits and the framework that you've built for your company as well. So I often ask the question of what you're doing right now, how is that going to be additive to your future in say 12 weeks time? So the behaviors, the habits, the business strategies, the plans that you have in place right now, is that going to position you in a place in 12 weeks time where you're happy with the outcome or happy with the results? And if you're in the position right now where you maybe need to dial in, you need to work on your time management, you need to work on the strategy, the plan that you have in place, then what you're doing today is going to be the development of maybe three months time, six months time, 12 months time, where we have to keep constantly course correcting as well. As an entrepreneur, there is no days off and that is the reality of it. So some people might say to entrepreneurs, oh, isn't it great to work for yourself? Isn't it great to have time off and to be flexible? Well, in hindsight, you're never really fully off because you're always attached to the business. You're always thinking for the next step. And if you're not thinking about the next step, someone else who's in that field, who's in that industry is going to be thinking 10x above you. And that's just the, the reality of it. It's a constant race. It's a constant journey. However, it is really, really important though, as an entrepreneur, that you focus on your own journey and understand that everyone is at a different speed everyone's at a different pace everyone has a different strategy and everyone has a different blueprint we're not not all two entrepreneurs are the same so it's really really important to dial in however it's important to obviously look at your competitors look at what they're doing and a lot of the time sometimes you if you have a product which is something that's not completely unique that that for an example, if it's something that hasn't been developed before, that it's there's plenty of them out in the industry, I would also look at your competitors in the market, see what they're doing, see what they're reading, see who their mentors are, see what their target audience is. And a lot of the time, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's been done before. So a lot of the information is out there already. Now, to go back to... Um, the things that people don't tell you about entrepreneurship. Um, another another tip is that because the journey you're about to embark on, there's no evidence to show 
that you have done this effectively before, it can be overwhelming. And with this overwhelming feeling, a lot of the time comes a lot of procrastination. So I often say to people, the more you overwhelm yourself and you begin to procrastinate is the beginning of prolonging your growth. Now, just even take that into consideration. Every time you're about to procrastinate, every time you're about to sit around and feel overwhelmed with everything that you've going on, remind yourself that you are prolonging your future growth. So often I see entrepreneurs where they feel directionless, they feel aimless because they don't really know what their future outcome is going to be because they're uncertain with what they're doing right now and they don't trust themselves with what they're doing now will have the outcome that they truly want. In relation to this, I would often say you need to have a strict um, idea of all the daily tasks that you're doing right now. Reevaluate what you're doing and build that level of confidence. Be If you're confident with everything that you're doing right now, that should give you the layer of confidence in the future that you're going in the right direction to be to help dim that procrastination and to help you take action. Now, procrastination normally happens when we feel overwhelmed and our task seems too big as well. So I always say break things down as well, step by step. Procrastination only comes when we feel like we can't take action. So make the entry point of taking action so little, so small that it's actually manageable and doable. And then the procrastination will will vanish over time. Um, the more we procrastinate, the more we exercise that, um, what I was about to say tool, but it's not really a tool. Procrastination is not a tool. It's a distraction. It's a distraction away from us growing. It's a distraction away from actually taking action and doing the work because doing the work and taking action is it, it requires a bit of um, friction and it requires us to feel a little bit uncomfortable. So we need to position ourselves in uncomfortable posi- in positions in order to be able to grow and to find a solution a lot of the time as well. Um, also, when it comes to entrepreneurship, the thing that people don't don't tell us either is that Finding your circle is going to be incredibly difficult because if you're about to embark on an entrepreneur journey, entrepreneurial journey, you will notice that a lot of the time, this current circle that you're in right now isn't feeding your existence of growth. And this can be a little bit unfortunate because you'll notice that you will have lots of questions. You might have some ideas that you'd like to explore and you might not be exploring the, the these ideas, your thought process with the right kind of people in terms to support you and to be able to tease out the ideas that you're thinking inside your head. So your circle will become probably a little bit smaller And a lot of the time entrepreneurs find themselves quite lonely and this is actually a very normal relevant thing. However, to help support yourself during your journey, I would suggest going to networking events, going to places where you think the people that you would like to be surrounded by would be 
and build a new circle build a new circle of people where you can go you can be creative you can bounce ideas off and you can flourish and you can grow but sometimes your immediate circle isn't the circle that you want to have the conversation about business about because their input or their experience essentially mightn't marry the direction that you're going in it doesn't mean that you need to completely cut off all your friends your family Um, however it just means that you need to be a bit more selective with who you spend your time with and the pick and choose your conversations correctly with the types of people that you would like to get advice off when it comes to entrepreneurship or the direction that you're going in and I I found myself in a couple of situations like this before where I would ask for advice off the people that I love the most but at the end of the day maybe they might know very much about jewelry they might know very much about investments like i'm in right now um so it's difficult to have that kind of conversation it's like going to a hairdresser and asking her about cars it's it just a car business she's not going to have the right answer so you need to make sure that you're putting yourself in the position to speak to professionals to speak to people who are more knowledgeable than you so you can grow so you can get a greater understanding and you probably have more creative ideas and figure out more solutions by speaking to these kinds of people now finding your circle will be tough so finding your circle is the the one that I think sometimes will always change no matter where what part of your journey you're in um so for an example I remember when I was in the fitness industry my circle was very fitness orientated it was and I remember there was a guy who was in rehab and psychology and I wanted to be around these types of people because that was the gap that I wanted to fill within my knowledge within the industry that I was in so I found myself hanging out with psychologists um, with people who were researchers and also then gut specialists because I remember I was like experiencing a couple of clients who had um, gut issues and it was one of those things where I think um, it's beautiful to have a coffee with someone who you can potentially add value to and they can add value to you as well. So you're, if, you're figuring, if you're finding it a little bit tough right now and you're an entrepreneur, like just reach out. We have social media. We have lots of meetup events. I know it might seem really, really kind of cringy and difficult to speak to these kinds of people. But the more outspoken you get and the more times you do these things, the less weird it gets, I promise. And building a business, essentially, you need to get really, really, really good at networking. So if you are someone who doesn't like to network and you want to build a business, you need to find a partner because you cannot grow if you don't network. And I've had a I've had actually a guy um mention to me before he was creating an event and he was like oh I can't get anyone to sign up and I said okay well um how how much have you been networking and how much have you been building connections and he's like I don't network so I just said well then how are you going to create people to come to these events you know, how are you going to create like a, a connection, a deeper, meaningful, trustful relationship with people in order to have them want to come 
you know so I think there's so many experts in so many different fields now so I think relationships are really important and networking is where most relationships are built um, however networking can if it feels like a dirty salesman job it means that you're not networking properly um, so there's definitely tips and strategies to go and network and network with a purpose that you're providing someone with a solution or a good conversation um, or figure out what networking events that you would like to upskill yourself in and go and ask people questions Networking doesn't have to be seen as something so sleazy. It can be an opportunity to have an amazing conversation with another individual and building a new friendship or business out of it. So there's lots of ways to network. And also networking can come in all shapes or form. It can come from a hiking community, a football team, whatever it is. And you can network there or network in the gym. It doesn't have to be the typical in one room exchanging business cards and trying to sell to each other and having a surface level chat. It doesn't need to be like that. Many ways there's avenues where you can go and network. Now, last but not least, as an entrepreneur, I hate to say it because I think people fall into entrepreneurship because they want to do everything on their own and they might be a bit of a know-it-all. They want to do everything themselves. Um, and I fell into this absolute honey trap of thinking I could do absolutely everything myself. And I failed because of this. So if you want to scale a business, you are going to have to be able to adapt to doing it with other people and growing with other people and if you've worked for yourself your whole life it is extremely difficult to start hiring a team around you so people who've come from a corporate lifestyle where they've worked amongst people will have the social skills and understand what it's like to work with other people where i think it can actually a blessing in disguise However, I was the type of person who didn't really work in an environment like that. I always kind of worked on my own, essentially. So I found this extremely difficult when I started to build a business. I thought I could do everything myself. And I thought it would give me more space, more freedom, more flexibility. And I was very, very wrong. So I would definitely say you can't build a business completely on your own ask for help, delegate, give the jobs that you aren't that great at as well to the professionals within the field and you'll flourish and you'll grow so much further than you know. But anyway, I hope this was helpful. Dear all entrepreneurs out there, before you embark on your journey to building a business, ask the questions of, do I see myself doing this in three, three years time? Do I have what it takes to do X, Y, and Z? Look at your competitors and see how you can 10X what they're doing. And if you look at your competitors and you think of a 10X idea around what they're doing, see if you're prepared to do the actions that will get you to that position as well. Because if you're not prepared, I would say don't embark on the journey because what happens if you're halfway there? What happens if you're one year there and it doesn't exceed your expectation? You will need the motivation or well, motivation is actually a terrible idea. You will need discipline. You will need to rely on discipline because motivation dries up after a year of building a business. I promise you that. And you will then ask these kind of questions is should I 
should I keep proceeding? Will I waste another two years of my life or will I succeed in the next two years? Because I have the sheer discipline to do what it takes to get me to the position that I want to be in in three years time. Because businesses take time. If it takes nine months to make a baby, it takes nine months to make a business at least, at least. And I think with how our environments have changed over the years I think it doesn't provide this analogy where we need to be patient Um, if anything our lives have become incredibly efficient where I think this kind of slides into our professions our careers our relationships where we can get very impatient so patience 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 is key for entrepreneurship patience transparency with yourself as well flexibility with yourself that the same road is not always going to be the same path that you'll always take and I've actually read this book by um, Marshall Goldsmith and he's it the title is what got you here is not what's going to get you there and it's an incredible analogy to have because it can be super super true you'll see most of the successful businesses in the world they've had to course correct and change so if we don't change our old ways our outcome often doesn't change so sometimes we need to change also we need to get really good at feedback taking critical feedback and being critical on ourselves as well our performance and reviewing reviewing is really important it can be quite difficult for people to be honest with themselves and to review but as an entrepreneur you have full responsibility for every little action that you take so the current position that you are in right now is because of all the actions you've taken over the past 12 months of the year has accumulated to give you the result that you're currently sitting in right now so you don't just end up in a destination where it was just by accident or by mistake a lot of the time it's from the actions that you take the thoughts that you think so manipulating how you believe and how your business is going to go as well can be truly incredible but we cannot get caught up too much into delusion we need to take consistent action and be really refined with what our time management is what our daily tasks are in order to really succeed so anyway i hope today's discussion will help you young entrepreneurs old entrepreneurs old or older entrepreneurs or whatever um but if this was useful please let me know um give it a like give it a thumbs up give it a rating on the um apple podcast if you can guys i'd really really appreciate it as i am growing this channel so anyway guys i hope to see you in the next episode i don't know my mic just literally cut off there guys but uh it's been a pleasure anyway for you to be currently listening to the podcast and as always as well i would love to hear who would you like to hear and see and also the topics you'd like me to discuss on this podcast as I'm always open to my listeners and their feedback as well but have a fantastic day and also I appreciate your company whilst listening to me take care guys bye-bye